I want to begin with a few words about Christian Aid, which is a charity that the churches here in Pitlochry have come together over the years to support. It's a charity that meets need with prayer, with action and with giving. One of our members, David, took part in the Kilt Walk this year to raise funds for Christian Aid, and he would like to thank all those who gave in support. But here is how he said it. On behalf of Christian Aid and all the poor in the world who are supported by Christian Aid, many thanks. I'm speaking about this today not only to say thank you on behalf of David, but because today sees the end of what is known as Christian Aid Week. A week in which there is always a clear call for Christians to have a passion for life. Or maybe it's more accurate to say a renewed passion for life, not only our own, but that of others too. It's a week when we are called to look and listen to the lives and voices, the pains and the hopes of our world's poorest people. It's a week when we are called to accept we share one common humanity and to accept that we have a responsibility towards others and to do all that is in our power to give them opportunities to move beyond the poverty and powerlessness which blight their lives and the lives of their children. Recognising that Poverty is not a personal choice, but rather that there are external factors that generate it, and many are circumstances out with the control of the individuals. And our reactions to it should not be seen as acts of charity, but acts of justice. It's a week when we are called to really see others, because that's what love does. It sees beyond itself. Love sees others and doesn't turn away. But of course, the reality is that this focus isn't just meant to happen during one week of the year. It's to be an ongoing thing. And it's a reminder of the call we have to a different way of life. I've often wondered what the world would look like if we were truly conscious of those around us, their hopes and dreams, which are sometimes threatened to be crushed by their fear or pain, their powerlessness or poverty. If we really recognised our connectedness to them because they are fellow human beings and if we responded to them because we recognise we have a shared responsibility in helping those who aren't in a position to help themselves. To, as Christian Aid advocates, ensure that all people experience life before death. It's true that when we look around our world we realise that there is so much to be done and we often complain that our compassion and resources seem to be stretched to their limits. And at times like that I think it's important to remind ourselves that every person affected is loved, honoured and precious in God's sight. Scripture points to this in a variety of ways, telling us that God never turns his face away from those he loves. And as we heard, John in his first letter tells us we cannot say we love God but hate those around us. Some scholars have suggested that the hate John is talking about is not actually hatred produced by rage or wrongdoing or slight, but that it's indifference, apathy. Apathy which says, I choose not to let you occupy my thoughts. And I suppose there are many people we neither dearly love nor actively hate, but perhaps too many fall into the category that says their concerns are not ours, or we are so preoccupied with the things of immediate concern to us that we simply feel we don't have the energy to take on the cares and concerns of others. 
But if we claim to have a love for God, we really shouldn't look away from these people because we're being challenged to see them as God does with love and compassion. Because love is aware of others. We're told in scripture in so many different places and ways that one of the marks of our faith ought to be love. So central was love to what Jesus taught that there is a church tradition which says that when John the disciple, the writer of the Gospel of John in the letter we read from earlier, was an old man in Ephesus, he had to be carried to the church meetings in the arms of his followers. These meetings were one in which he was accustomed to say no more than little children love one another. After a time, his followers wearied at always hearing the same words and asked, Master, why do you always say this? It is the Lord's command, was his reply, and if this alone be done, it is enough. Love is something we are called to actively do. It's not enough to simply say that we love. Words can trip off our tongues too easily. Love is shown in actions, and the actions of ordinary people like us can give countless other ordinary people hope in their life again as they look to the future. The actions of ordinary people like us can give countless other ordinary people better health care, better education. The actions of ordinary people like us can give countless other ordinary people the ability to better support their families. The actions of ordinary people like us can give countless other ordinary people a sense of worth, knowing that they are not forgotten. It gives them a chance for survival, to live life before death. Jesus gave us the golden rule to live by. Some people have changed this rule to do it to others before they do it to you, but that's not what it says. It says in Matthew's Gospel, So in everything do unto others what you would have them do unto you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. In other words, God's word tells us that we are to treat other people as we would want to be treated ourselves if we were in their position. And personally, I know that I'd want to be treated with love and compassion, particularly in times of great trouble and hardship and sadness. And I believe everybody would want that. The work of Christian Aid is not about converting people. It's not about doing things for them and taking them out of the equation. But rather, it's about coming alongside people and empowering them, helping them make their lives better in the place that they live. Florence lives in Kenya, and a few years ago her husband died. And at that time, she had no water to grow crops, and her children were going hungry. She had to walk for six hours every day to collect water and to quote Florence, life was miserable. Now she could have easily been defeated but Florence is a fighter and she showed the women her, in her farming group that they can be fighters too. And today, not far from her farm, Florence is now proud to show people from neighbouring villages something remarkable, a dam full of fresh water. You see, Florence and her community, with the help of Christian Aid, built an earth dam. And because of this, Florence can grow fruit and vegetables in her farm. Her children can eat healthy, nutritious food. And any surplus can be sold on at the market. 
In this time of climate change, which sees our country facing unpredictable weather, long droughts or relentless rainstorms, the dam gives the Florence strength and hope because it ensures a reliable water source. This is one story of one life, but one life that's been changed. And because of that, Florence wants to help others benefit, not only in her own community, but surrounding communities. That's kind of what the outcome of love in action does. It causes a ripple which spreads and then the change goes further. As this Christian Aid Week comes to an end, we recognise that it's work and the work of other charities like them and our work as individuals continues each and every day. You see, we are each called to fight injustice, to respond when we see need, whether it's in our own community or a community far away, and to do so out of love. We're living in a world where many need to know that they are not forgotten about, not alone, that they are loved. And each and every day we can use our own spheres of influence to give of ourselves, to act, to pray. And if we choose active love over inactive apathy, then together we can create a powerful force for change as we respond practically to the needs of those we see around us.